What is up, everybody? We are back with another podcast, The Timberwolves. My goodness, they just took down the number two seed Memphis Grizzlies in the first game of the first round in satisfying fashion, 130 to 117. They didn't make it too close at the end. The Timberwolves closed out the game really well. And I mean, this was just an insane win. The biggest win the Timberwolves have had all year, the most meaningful one a win that a lot of people did not think we would have. Um, every single analysis that I saw in this series picked the Grizzlies to win, and a lot of them had the Grizzlies winning in four or five games. <clears throat> well, the four games is impossible now because we've taken that, and the Timberwolves have achieved the goal, I think, that most fans would have to take one out of the two road games away, and I now do believe the Timberwolves will win the series because they took down the Grizzlies on the road in the first game. I mean, just a superstar showing from Anthony Edwards tonight. 36 points, 6 assists on efficient splits. Like, I mean, he just was phenomenal. He was hitting so many tough shots. Like, he's starting to blossom into that superstar type player. He's got he's 100% off of that knee injury that was holding him back for like a month and a half in the season. But this is back-to-back, super high-intense games where he, like, shows up, like, perfectly. And he he's just, he played so well. He even got two blocks and a steal tonight, two rebounds. Only turned the ball over twice. Like, he was so good tonight. 8-8 eight eight from the free throw line, too. He wasn't missing the free shots. Like, I mean, he was just perfect tonight, it seemed like. He was making a lot of tough jumpers. His His jump shot game at the start of the game like in the first quarter was phenomenal he was hitting some threes had a really nice two-handed dunk in the first quarter like this this is the guy that we need to play like this to make it like to to you know become a championship level team in the coming seasons like we need him to be that number one scoring option that can do things like this almost nightly and so far in like in the playing game and now he's kind of shown that he could maybe do this as a consistent role i mean just what a job from him though he did all this in 40 minutes also carl anthony towns bounce back game thankfully he had 29 points 13 boards on three assists 11 of 18 from the field and two five from three it wasn't even just the offense for cat his defense was absolutely fantastic in my opinion i thought he was one of the best defenders on the floor the entire game and it was super consistent um, Steven Adams did not take a single shot tonight on Carl Anthony Towns. He didn't take a single shot on the entire game. Cat was doing a phenomenal job. And Jaron Jackson Jr. being defended by Cat and J- Jared Vanderbilt only put up 12 points on 4 of 13 shooting. So, I mean, it's like, give Cat a ton of props on defense. I think he deserves as much props on the defensive end as what he was getting on offense. Because, I mean, he had a really nice offensive game, 29 points. Like, that's really nice on efficient stats. Like, that's really good. But the defense was just as good, in my opinion. But just a superstar game from Cat, too. And, I mean, that's what we needed. It's absolutely what we needed. And I I really hope the Grizzlies continue to defend like this the entire series. I don't know if they will. It's possible. But, I mean, so most of the time tonight when Steve Nams was playing... He was guarding Cat one on one. They weren't sending double teams as much. They would, they would, they started to send double teams, <clears throat> like when he was higher on the perimeter. Um, 
But I mean, we had guys like Beasley and Anton, so it was hard for them to do that because Cat was well, sometimes passing out of it well, but he did have some bad turnovers in the first half. In the second half, he'd have a single turnover, which is awesome. Um, but we'll see how the Grizzlies continue to defend him throughout the series. It's definitely one of the things to look for next game. If I were them, I would put Jaron Jackson Jr. on him probably. Um, but the problem with that is, and this is probably why the Grizzlies do not want to put Jaron Jackson Jr. on him, is because when he's guarding Vanderbilt, he can just be in the post all the time and get all these blocks. Like, Jaron Jackson Jr. had seven blocks tonight. That's pretty insane. But he's not going to get seven blocks if he's guarding Carl Anthony Towns. He maybe gets like two or three, but he's not going to be in the paint like as much because Cat is a perimeter-oriented big that drives from the perimeter a lot. He never really starts possessions in the post. I don't remember the last time I really seen him like try to catch the ball in the post and back someone down like that. He usually starts from like the elbow and backs people down or just like works around them with dribble moves. Um, or if he's like catching a rebound, he'll work around guys in the post, but he never really starts in the post. And, and like that could be a big reason why Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to guard Vanderbilt. Maybe the rest of the series, we'll see what happens. Um, but hey, I mean, I think it could actually help us too if Jackson guards Cat because, I mean, it, it might hurt Cat a little bit because Jackson's a phenomenal defender, but it's going to really like open up the paint a lot in my opinion because you don't really have that threat anymore in there. I mean, he's leading the league in blocks, I think, per game at like 2.6. He had 7-9 to nine in his playoff uh, season debut, even though yeah, he played in the playoffs last He did, right? Yeah, he played in the playoffs last year. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens next game defensively against Cat. Malik Beasley showed up massively in his playoff Timberwolves debut. 23 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 8 of 14 shooting, 4 of 10 from 3. All very efficient splits. I mean, he did really nice today. Really, really nice. He was playing more aggressive defense, too. He did have five fouls. I mean, by the way, our team picked up a ton of fouls. We we had 32 fouls tonight. Um, they were really blowing the whistle. And unfortunately, John Morant is maybe going to get, like, every single call, like, possible when he drives, which isn't, like, horrible. He should not be getting all those calls. Um, but whatever. I'll talk about that later, I guess. Um, but Malik Beasley, man, he was... So clutch down the stretch. He was hitting some threes and just really consistent offensive piece the entire game. You know, he played 30 minutes tonight, and I think this could, you know, continue. Um, like John Morant, he's not a good defender. Desmond Bain, I don't know too much about him defensively, but really their only great perimeter defender in the starting lineup is Brooks. So it's like Brooks is going to guard one guy. It's probably going to be Anthony Edwards, and Edwards cooked him tonight, by the way. Um, but when he's not guarding, you know, like Beasley's going to get open shots a good amount of the time. And he was getting a lot of open shots tonight and he was coming through on them. And he was making some really nice two-pointers too throughout the night. Um, but just like, this was a really nice game from him. And I would definitely expect this to continue over the series. <clears throat> Jane McDaniels, what a game from him too. 25 minutes, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks. Five of six shooting, two of three from three. I mean, great job from him. He was a plus 19 on the box plus minus. I'm tempted to have him start next game. Jared Vanderbilt is in minus 11 tonight. We were a worse team with him on the floor tonight by 11 points. Vanderbilt played 18 minutes, 2.6 boards. I kind of think his time's running out as that power forward. 
teams have definitely figured him out. Unfortunately, they like they figure out they don't have to guard him because he just doesn't have the talent to score offensively. And when Jaron Jackson Jr. is in the paint, Vanderbilt like his Jared's one play is that dunk in the paint, and he goes up kind of slow on it. And Jackson blocked him twice on dunk attempts because he just doesn't get up there fast enough um, when he really should just be shooting up like a layup off the glass or something. I don't know why he doesn't shoot the layup as much, but he just goes for the dunk most of the time, unfortunately. Um, But I just, we'll see. I don't know if we'll make it happen in this series, but I do think Jaden McDaniels is going to have to start next year over Vanderbilt. I think that's a switch that needs to happen for sure. Nas Reed played five minutes tonight. I mean, I really hope he can put up some better games in this series. I like we're probably gonna have to expect Cat to play like forty minutes a game, um, but we gotta have some relying minutes from Nas Reed. He was horrible in the minutes he played tonight. He had two rebounds in five minutes. No other stats were recorded for him. In the clutch, when he had to sub in for Cat in the fourth quarter, he passed up the opportunity to maybe dunk it over Jaron Jackson Jr. And even if you don't dunk it over him or get a nice shot up, you know, he's probably going to foul you in that situation. He would have been thrown out of the game with six fouls. So it's like, I don't know why he did that. He had some hard, really stupid plays down the stretch. He's playing bad defense. Um, He had three turnovers and three fouls also in those five minutes. Just, it was bad stuff from him, unfortunately. I I don't know how much he's going to be able to play this series. And I don't know if you like, maybe put Monroe in as the backup. But, I mean, he just was not playing good basketball. I would be tempted to play Monroe as the backup center for a few minutes next game just to see how that goes. And if it's, if it's clear that he can't handle that role, then, you know, just give back to Nas Reed. Um, but, I mean, we got to give the job to the person that we think is going to do the best job, and that could be Monroe off the bench. Um, but, nonetheless, neither of those guys are going to play a lot unless Karanthi Towns gets into foul trouble. But, I mean, Cat was... He controlled himself so well tonight with the fouls. Three fouls, and all of them were in the second half. He had zero fouls in the first half. What a job from him there. Um, That's something we definitely need to see more of throughout the series, just the three fouls um, and zero in the first half, preferably, because you're not going to pick up six in like a half. Um, That just, even with his foul problems, sometimes that's not going to happen. But good stuff from Cat there. I mean, as long as he can stay available on the court, yeah, he's going to play 40 minutes a game. I was not a fan <clears throat> of DeAndre Russell's game tonight. I'm trying to I'm trying to talk about the negatives too much because this was a, such a positive game. But I mean, he was like he tried to sell the game at the end. It seemed like he had ten points, nine assists, stupid turnover turnover at the end, and then after that he gets called for the clear path foul. Like just oh come on man, just let him get up the shot in the paint. At that point, you're not gonna get a stop when you're that far behind. Um, but just he had a really bad game today. And I guess it wasn't noticed as much because of how good he played in the playing tournament. You know, that 28-point game. Um, but we need him to step it up these next few games because, you know, you never know. Maybe Ant struggles next game or something like that. Or maybe Kaz is a struggle game. Or Beasley doesn't show up. Like, we're going to need that scoring to be refilled. And he could do that. Um, but I'm not worried about him playing like that again. I don't think he'll put up that much of a dud performance again. He was 2 of 11 from the field. Like, I just I don't think that will happen again with him, honestly. He's too talented. Especially like in the playoffs, I, I just think his style fits the playoffs so well. Patrick Beverly was getting booed every single time he touched the ball tonight. If you guys didn't know, he was 
traded to Memphis before he was traded to Minnesota this offseason. But then he was traded to Minnesota within like a day. So he was like on the Grizzlies for less than a day or something like that, like 23 hours or whatever. Um, so I, 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 mean, I think he was saying some stuff about the Grizzlies early in the season um, on Twitter and stuff that was making the Grizzlies fans not like him. But I mean, he had a nice game today, 10 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3 in 27 minutes, plus 16, which is tied for second best with Cat in box plus minus. The best box plus minus is Jaden McDaniels with a plus 19. Um, but he was he had a nice game today. Super efficient basketball. He was fouling a decent amount. But I, I hope a lot of that can calm down. I'd, I I can't imagine John Morant getting as many calls as he was again. I mean, he shot 20 free throws. That should not be happening. I get that we were following him a little bit too much, but like he was shooting way too many free throws. It was getting embarrassing with how, how many uh, free throws he was shooting. Like That cannot happen again. These refs got to chillax on, the fo- on the, those foul calls because he's selling contacts so well in the paint like they got to look back at film tonight hopefully and just like notice that because i believe it's gonna be the same crew chief for the playoff games i don't know why it wouldn't be um but i really hope they do that because that was pretty insane um but yeah, i mean we handled desmond bain decently well he got some open shots up in the second half but i mean he had 17 points on 6 15 shooting dylan brooks had 24 points on 7 of 14 shooting clark off the bench Definitely did a little bit of a nice job. Thirteen points, twelve boards. I mean, I, I mean, we. I thought we played pretty well. I mean, we we killed their front court. Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, he got seven blocks, but he was horrible on offense. And Stephen Adams didn't even put up a shot in the game. Um, I mean, it was a really nice game. I am so happy to now see the Timberwolves up in the series one to zero. Like, that's so cool. That's so cool. Now we get two off days recoup you know get ready for the next game get the energy back and hopefully i mean if we can win both of these away games and then come home with a 2-0 record that's gonna be insane that's gonna be insane i think it'd be really hard for us to lose a 2-0 lead at that point like this is a legit team that we can beat in the first round like i've been saying for months and it might actually happen after this first game w but that wraps this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. What a phenomenal win by the Wolves. Their biggest win of the year. National TV, ESPN. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.